UC Wealth Management, we're proud to partner with individuals, families, and foundations, ensuring possibilities become achievements. From preserving and enhancing your assets to securing your legacy for future generations, we're focused on your success. UC Bank, building business, growing wealth. Since 1868, member FDIC. to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. 317-684-8444. It is time to hear from you. Your voicemails, questions, comments, smart remarks. We turn the program over to you with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Okay, so yesterday we had that guy on, we played his voicemail, who lost his mind over the fact that we had made a statement about Indianapolis and various other cities across this nation being burned to the ground in 2020. Now, burned to the ground is a figure of speech, whatever. Should we have said smashed to the ground or parts of the city were burned to the ground or parts of the city were burned while others were smashed? I mean, I don't know what phraseology he was looking for, but I'm pretty sure the average person understood that we were saying that across this country, major metropolitan cities were smashed, graffitied, destroyed. People were murdered. Things were burned. We were kind of encompassing everything into that phraseology. Uh, I didn't know he was looking for a detailed description, but he was very, very angry that we used the phrase burn to the ground. I can't believe you're arguing over semantics at I this mean, point. And again, as we talked about, as someone who was driving downtown, not only as a person who escaped the riots minutes before the riots started the first night, Friday night, but as a person who then drove downtown Sunday after the two nights of the summer of love here in this city, it was worse than when I watched my businesses be in a city pummeled by a hurricane. Mm -hmm. It was some dystopian, very spooky, eerie existence to be down here to watch glass and bricks and boards and in the street and people somberly trying to put the pieces back together. And yes, there were fires and everything else as a part of that. Uh, but that guy was very upset that we had the audacity. You can still see it on Monument Circle, Casey. Yes, there's still spray paint yes. on the monument. You can, if you look hard enough, they've mm-hmm. tried many times to cover it up. Yeah. But uh, yes, you can still see if you look hard enough. Uh, anyway, somebody who worked for the city during 2020 called us and wanted to set the record straight on what exactly happened. I wanted to tell you that I was a foreman down at the Belmont. For the city, I was over heavy equipment, such as the plow trucks and the garbage trucks. And I remember that, and it was burnt down to the ground because um, they brought in how many dump trucks that they beat up, put on fire, smashed the windows out. Yeah, I don't know where that guy was and what he's talking about, but it was awful to see that a city that I was raised in felt safe to go down to, not anymore after that. There was probably a dozen dump trucks that came in, and what a hog set do? He wanted to fix them and send them back down there the next weekend. And we had to go through that for about a month 
So, yes, Kendall, Miss, Miss Casey, I agree with you guys totally. It was the summer of love, <laughs> and there was nothing that anybody could do except for the mayor or the governor. And where were they? Scared out of their wits, afraid to come out of their homes that were safely secure because, you know, they're elected officials. That being an elected official means that they have to get out and do something about it. They didn't call nothing in. They did nothing. No warnings came over the radio or the TV to stay out downtown. I don't know where that guy was. <laughs> Clearly on a different planet. But, yeah, it was it was so gut-wrenching to see this stuff coming back into the garage. So she lying, too? Hmm. Is she, are we in cahoots with her? I've never met that woman. Am I in cahoots with her about what happened during 2020 in, in downtown Indianapolis? Is that some big made-up thing? Some big conspiracy there. No, of course not. No, of course not. And it um, blows my mind that there are people that are so wed to their radical leftism and wokeism and whatever other ism you want to put in there that they will defend and attempt to object to the obvious, which is this city was destroyed over two nights in 2020, and nobody knows where the mayor was. No one knows where Joe Hogsett was the first night of those riots. Now, we know where he was because we know he let it happen the second night of the riots. He said, do drop in. Why don't you people stay a while? Mm. But the first night, nobody knows where he was. And wow, Casey, it would be so cool if we had a super rich guy running for mayor on the Republican side who had infinite money to be able to repeatedly run ads, questioning and telling everyone where Joe Hogsett was. That guy might actually have a chance to get elected. But no, we Mm. have some mealy mouth wimp who is whining to television stations about ads Joe Hogsett is running against him because he's being too mean. <laughs> We've told him exactly what he should do, run ads that say, where was Joe Hogsett? Yes. Where was he? But you know what? Those uh, those nights were not exclusive to Indianapolis because at that time, I was living in South Bend where well, my daughter and the dude were in South Bend and I was in Tallahassee and I had to come back to uh, South Bend for her high school graduation, you know, that was conducted from our family room over YouTube because there actually, there wasn't a graduation where she walked across the stage because, you know, COVID, we couldn't be near anybody. But uh, that weekend I was driving across the country and I had to drive through Indianapolis, Louisville, Nashville, Birmingham, Montgomery, all of the cities, same thing. And as a woman traveling by herself across the country during that weekend, it was kind of scary to go through all those major cities that we're all in upheaval. All right. Um, our friend called back. This is a guy who we have used him on this show many times. Uh, and by friend, I mean, I think he just hates every single one of us. <laughs> and he seems to change his mind a yeah, lot. Yeah, we keep giving him airtime. Um, well, because it's hilarious <laughs> that people are this, just this upset about a radio show or this, you know, whatever, opinionated. I, I don't know. Um, but remember the initial phone call was that, I talk to you too much. Mm -hmm. This guy's initial phone call was... Right. And I think we actually use part of that in a liner that you hear on this show now. Yeah, he referred to me as a young man, and he wasn't wasn't sure what my role on the show was. That's right. Yeah, he totally stole Kev's humanity. He doesn't even acknowledge Kevin by name. (laughs) Kev is just that young man. And then you, I talked to you too much, and he said he wished that it was the way it was when I had the old award-winning Rob Kendall show, Sundays on WIBC. Sure. Well, now Mm -hmm. he's done a complete 180. Okay. Yeah, the message is for 
Rob. I wish you would quit making the show all about you and the things you care about. Let Casey talk for a while and let her talk about things that maybe interest her. <laughs> so which is it? Does he want you solo? I, tr- I tried to do what he said, and now he's mad that I tried to do what he uh-huh. said. Well, so what happened was Casey really laid down the law, yeah. and she called him out, and mm-hmm. she went after him, and ever since then, he's been totally in your camp well yeah. you know does you go back in the time machine on this time slot there's a genre for that yeah i mean there's <laughs> yeah. some men that are really into that some men are into that yeah mm-hmm. absolutely no um I, I think it's fine for a woman to stand her ground be comfortable in her own skin sure. be firm understanding and confident absolutely there's nothing wrong with that and and let me just add by the way yesterday my daughter was here yes. and you had asked her a question. We put her on the air and she started answering. Yeah. And I don't want to say you went to interrupt her, you went to interject, but she kept on going. Right. And I could not have been more proud of my daughter than in that moment right there because was, she had a point to make. Yeah. And she was going to make it. It was just like at my house. I couldn't get a point in edgewise. Uh, I was uh, just uh, rudely interrupted. And yes, it was just like being at home. It was wonderful. So what what does our friend want? Does he want more of you or does he want more of me? Because last time he wanted more of you. Now he wants more of me. You know what he's going to call next time and say he wants more of Kevin? Yeah, absolutely. I don't even think he knows that I'm a human being. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't care. Kevin's role on the show, by the way, dude who changes his mind, is he is our excellent producer. Yes. Yes. We could Uh, not do the show without him. 